Welcome to Psych Segments, all kinds of psychology knowledge in tiny segments. Hosted by your personal psychology professor and made for the psychology student or student at heart. A podcast that even your mom would approve of. Just ask Freud. Hey, thanks for joining me for another episode of Psych Segments. Hope everything's going well if you're taking an introductory psychology class. And today we're going to be talking about the nervous system, which is pretty typically uh, one of the first topics that you would talk about in a basic Psych 101 course. Um, It usually is related to the chapter on the brain and how neurons work. So we're going to dive into the differences in the different divisions of the nervous system today, and then also kind of how it works as a whole. So as a whole, the nervous system in the body is an intricate and very complex system made up of nerve fibers that run throughout the body and made from neurons or your basic nerve cells. Now, the nervous system can be broken down into two main sections. The first is the central nervous system or CNS. And the central nervous system is broken down into a few sections, most notably the spinal cord and the brain. And I always tell my students, you can remember what makes up the central nervous system because they're quite literally at the center of the body, the brain and spinal cord. And they're connected by an area of the spinal cord at the top that's kind of known as the brain stem. Um, It's actually part of the brain and it contains a lot of the central core, uh, so basic life functions and other structures of the brain that uh, pretty much keep us upright and moving and functioning and alive. Um, So the central nervous system, brain, and spinal cord. Now the other main part of the nervous system is called the peripheral nervous system. So if you think about your vision, you have your main vision, which is right in front of you, and then you have your peripheral vision, which is off to the sides. And I usually prompt students by saying, think about your peripheral vision being off to the sides. Well, the peripheral nervous system comes off the sides of the central nervous system. And these are basically the nerves that run throughout your body. They're the thing that brings in sensory information to be processed in your brain, and they're what actually controls motor signals going out. So if you touch a hot surface, essentially within less than a second, your peripheral nervous system sends information up your spinal cord to your brain, your central nervous system, to be processed. So when the brain receives this, it says, A, we feel a sensation of warmth, and B, this hurts. So then it sends a signal back out to the peripheral nervous system, essentially saying move, which is why you're able to move your hand. And this happens very, very quickly, which tells us basically the peripheral and central nervous system are intact. And we see this also with reflexes that are largely controlled by the central nervous system. If we can see that reflex taking place from sensory input to motor output in less than a second, then we know that everything is working properly. The peripheral nervous system can be broken down further. So first you have the somatic division. And if you think about the word soma as a root word, it basically refers to body. So the somatic nervous system is the body-oriented or voluntary nervous system. Here is where you would see the incoming information through sensory input and the outgoing information of motor output. Uh, And so it's voluntary. 
Now, the other division that makes up the peripheral nervous system is called the autonomic division. It sounds like automatic, and although it is actually autonomic, I often tell my students to remember what it does by using the term automatic. Uh, the autonomic nervous system controls involuntary functions, and most noticeably, uh, the autonomic nervous system uh, division is the reason why we are able to live. Uh, basically, it controls what happens within the body when we're faced with a threat situation. It is involuntary, which is important because without us having to mentally process what's going on, the autonomic division responds and basically prepares us either for fight or flight. So further breaking down the autonomic division, we have two systems at work. When your body is at rest, when it doesn't detect any type of threat, you are in what's called a parasympathetic state. Uh, this is where your body is relaxed, your breathing is relaxed, your heart rate is normal. Essentially, you are at homeostasis. And what this allows your body to do is stay in a state of efficiency because it's at rest. However, this changes if your body senses any type of threat. So imagine you're walking down the street, it's late at night, it's dark, and you see in the distance what looks like a man, a tall man, who's carrying some type of weapon and he's approaching you. Whether or not you want to admit you feel scared, your body is going to react by kicking into the sympathetic nervous system. Essentially, your body has sensed a threat. Your blood vessels are going to dilate, your heartbeat is going to go up, your respiratory rate is going to increase into shallow, quick breaths instead of deep, long breaths. Your pupils are going to dilate, your muscles are going to tense up, and basically what's happened is your body has jumped into a response of possibly being under attack. But let's say as the man approaches closer, you realize that he is not a big scary man with a weapon. It's actually an older gentleman and he's carrying a map that's rolled up. He's lost and he needs you to help him find where he's going. Once you realize the threat is over, your body will quickly go back into the parasympathetic state. Basically, the threat has been neutralized, so why waste further energy making sure that you can protect yourself? Why not go back to homeostasis? And then you return back to the parasympathetic state, conserving energy now that there's no threat. If you need help remembering the difference between the parasympathetic and the sympathetic nervous system, the way you can remember it is, if I tell you that I'm feeling very scared and threatened, if you're a good friend of mine, you would probably feel sympathy for me. And that's to remember the sympathetic nervous system is what's activated when you're under a state of threat. And so that's the nervous system in a nutshell. You have the central nervous system and the peripheral nervous system. The peripheral nervous system breaks down into the somatic and autonomic divisions. And the autonomic division breaks down further into the parasympathetic and sympathetic systems. I'm glad you joined me for this episode of Psych Segments. I certainly hope it was helpful to you. And as always, good luck on your next test. If you've enjoyed today's episode of Psych Segments, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. For more psychological knowledge, check out the blog at www.psychsegments.com or follow me on Twitter to suggest topics for future episodes. I'd love to help you on your journey to understanding psychology and how it relates to you. Thanks for listening.